0: The one-of-one one is missing. Uh-uh. I knew something was up. Pop, that's almost twice as much going for the same price. I just freaking love that Rated Rookie logo. Doing
1: more buying. Which one of these five quarterbacks has the worst set of pass catchers to throw the football to?
0: Guess how much I snipe this for an optic? Number to five, you dirty yep. animal. I'm telling you, these optic on-card autos are money. Huh? Huh? Huh?
1: football cards collecting and investing his name is Andy my name is Carter I have one major 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 reveal and Andy knows it already at the end of today's show it's it's it's, it's Andy
0: am I am I underselling or overselling this mm, I, you're underselling it man you're underselling the power of of what you did really yes. really are. So
1: so you want to stay till the end of today's episode, I promise you. But we're here to talk about football cards first and foremost. And it was a stressful week 17. A lot of our viewers are fantasy football players. And it was absolutely wild. But in the football card world, it's also been wild because we have Prism. The flagship is
0: out, Andy. And what are your major takeaways thus far? These Prism discos, so so one thing you recognize is that the, ca- the cards that you do find on eBay, which you got to filter down. Like if you just type in 2023 Prism, there's over 170,000 results for 2023 Prism football, but it's not all from the Prism set. You can see there's going to be mosaic Prisms. There's going to be other... Prism, you know, silvers and stuff that have prism in the name. So, you, can, you what you're looking for is the actual prism set with the pro uniform, as you can see here. Orange disco, uh, CJ Stroud selling and buy it now for 185 These are raw card sold transactions from today, guys. Uh, Anthony Richardson orange laser. I'm liking this design, Carter. Can't wait to get my hands on some myself. $125. Oh. Buy it now sold for that. Anthony Richardson, Uh, even, you know, the the little patch cards that are non-game worn, non-serial numbered stuff looks pretty decent here. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, we're getting a lot of like sold transactions trickling out, even uh, Trey Lance in a Cowboys uniform there. Silver selling for 12 bucks, 12 bucks, veteran Trey Lance in the Cowboys uniform. Yeah, you know, one player I wanted to talk about today is
1: a Jaden Reed. What a game from him this weekend, man! That was a a low owned uh, player that uh, that really shook it, shook things up uh, this weekend for a lot of people. I really, really like him, Andy. So for me, when I when I look at it, um, you know the high end rookie wide receivers in this draft class have have for the most part not been great outside of Zay Flowers, of course, but. These lower end guys, Jaden Reed's had a good year, but obviously Puka Nakua. Uh, that was a guy hmm. that we were talking about beforehand. So I know Andy's so much focus has been well, the quarterbacks in this class are not gonna have autos in this product, but I mean, you still got uh
0: you know Puka Nakua out here that uh, people really do love. Sixty dollars for his orange prism disco. So Panini did get it right, they got him in the pro uniform in this set. And his initial sales results have been off the charts, Carter. Sixty dollars for a raw prism orange disco. I mean, this is not even color match to the Rams, really, but it's just a it's just a nice card with a lot of bling and it's pro uniform with that rookie card shield. And if you compare this to that CJ Stroud, I mean that's that's about half, but still, I mean, that is insanely impressive, especially when you look at the Jaden Reed that's just 12 bucks, you know, which is a respectable range for a raw prism, you know, color parallel non serial number for a skill position player. Uh, so Puka is really, and, and at this point, Carter, I, I'm almost thinking that Puka may win the rookie of the year yeah. award over CJ Stroud. It's going to be close, it's going to be close. Yeah. So let's go
1: to Chris. We, we normally, you know, wait for some comments, um, after our opening thoughts, but Chris right here actually makes a really good point here. Sold an Anthony Richardson orange disco. Um, for 80 bucks right now, the lowest one listed is, um, 60. So glad I sold it when I did. Hold on, Now the lowest one is, I'm trying to understand this. Am I, am I reading this correctly?
0: I think he's saying he sold his for 80, right? When he pulled it from the pack and he's glad he sold it right away because now he's seeing somebody else that's pulled one and selling it for 60. Which um, which makes sense because as more prism is ripped and 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 people are getting into prism breaks and it's it's circulating like I've got my prism blaster on the way that's going to be going straight to you Carter because <laughs> because your Saints your painted Saints uh, beat my Buccaneers this past weekend but um, but yeah I would even Anthony Richardson who's injured I would sell those right away because there is a ton of new product hype baked into these prices right now because it's prism you know. Right. I. This is how I've always felt,
1: Andy, when it comes to this. And and now I get what you're saying, Chris. It's me being crazy. Um, If you pull a card that is not numbered, not autoed, but it is kind of like a silver shiny thing, like an orange disco, those are printed a lot, a lot more than you would think. I want two parallels that look very fancy, Andy, but don't, really carry as much value as orange disco and orange laser. We talked about the Anthony Richardson, orange laser. We, 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 just popped open. I would move those. If you rip it right away. Um, I remember doing this because um, when I was ripping uh, Trevor Lawrence contenders um, a few, a few years ago in college unis, I waited too long to, to, to move um just silver parallels that I had of them. And I lost $40, $50 worth of value on two of them. So if you get something, and even if it is numbered, even if it is a rare, maybe you do want to move it right now, Andy, because it is the hype cycle. And I think one thing that will have some standing value, if you can scroll to the top really quickly, Andy, this card, I do think has a lot of potential. The color blast, cards are vertical in this prism mm-hmm. set and the horizontal ones actually feature teammates uh this year andy so i think this being the first vertical color blast is something
0: yeah that's huge man you know you know the vertical cards always do better than horizontal this cj stroud selling for ninety five hundred dollars on 52 bids that ended yesterday that's a this is the largest transaction for 2023 Prism as of right now. Um and and how many uh, high-end collectors did we see at the National that were after Color Blast? It didn't matter who the player was, veteran card, rookie card, but the rookie CJ Stroud Color Blast, I mean this is this is a grail card. You could argue that $9500 is going to it's going to stay a, in that range. Definitely want to go and compare it to see what you know, Joe, the Joe Burrows and go see what the, the Brock Purdy color blast and stuff like that is at and kind of compare to see where it stands. But um, yeah, man, that is a car that has serious long-term staying powers as well as the, the gold shimmers like this Bryce Young that sold for three grand in a buy it now is marked down from six grand. So the uh, the seller was happy to take 50% off to take that wow. that cash and move that Bryce Young a lot of people are Kind of getting out. Clearly, I think this is probably pulled from a pulled from a box or one in a break. And I mean, you're definitely making money.
1: Yeah, I I think the vertical. I'm with you, Andy, on the vertical color blast collectors of the horizontal color blast and the burrow color blast in a PSA ten is routinely in the 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 fourteen fifteen range. So nine for a raw CJ Stroud vertical is. Is, is a little high if you ask me but it it's it's also justified because i just i just think the vertical color blast looked looks really cool now i know that uh people complain about the mahomes one they said it was a little busy but still i i don't care i i'm a color blast sucker uh my dad is a color blast uh co- collector so um so yeah i i, I do like it I would still think about moving it if you do pull one because, you know, more and more are just going to, you know, surface. So it's uh it's it's crazy. Absol- absolutely. Crazy. Um, All right. So there's a burrow. That's a PSA nine the PSA 10. Yeah. So right on the money. Uh, the, the, buy it. Buy it now for 15 K. Um, So, yeah, man, I freaking love color blast. Sandy, I, I just do.
0: Man, that Burrow uh, market has dipped down quite a bit. You there's a couple recent uh, Prism Color Blast Burrow PSA 10s that in, in auction, which I wouldn't put a Burrow in auction right now unless you really needed the cash. That dipped down all the way to 1500 So you can see, it's, <laughs> uh, and, unless that you know those maybe weren't paid for or something, I don't know, but I don't see why not because that seems like a good deal when his Silver Prism uh, rookie auto PSA nine selling for thirteen hundred, but you can you can see the difference in the horizontal because it's like how do you display your card? You display it like this with your slab sideways. You display it like this with your slab uh right. correct, but the card sideways. It's a better thumbnail, but it's like man, it's horizontal cards are a little tricky, man. That's why they t- typically don't get quite as much uh, as the vertical ones.
1: They need to make the slab Andy where. The label is at the top. You know what I'm saying? Make a so you could sit it down and you could read it from side to side of it look good, but of course, that would require effort. Um, let's go to Eli Martin Sports Cards. He says, What are your thoughts on the dual color blasts? I think they look sick, but I've seen a lot of people think otherwise.
0: Well, here we have a Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs, Buffalo Bills uh dual dual teammates um color blast that was listed for 2800 and ultimately sold for 1300. I think that's a great transaction for a veteran card. Yes. I think it makes a lot of sense if you had like Allen and Diggs on your your fantasy roster or if you're a Buffalo fan. Obviously they're the you know the the main connection there in Buffalo even though Diggs seems to be seems to be regressing a little bit. Yeah. Um so that's that's what makes it difficult, right? When you got like I saw some decent transactions for Joe Flacco uh, and Ray Rice cards over the weekend, you know. But it's like Ray Rice—he's been retired for a hot minute, and Joe Flacco's still going. So you pair these guys up that either leave the league or change teams, and then and then all of a sudden the card just loses a lot of value. So the these kind of uh, teammate stack cards are really cool in a short window. But long term, I'm very hesitant to say that they'll be great unless you like find, for example, a Peyton Manning, Marvin Harrison type card. You know what I'm saying? Or Matt Ryan, Julio Jones thing or Matt Stafford and Calvin Johnson type card that is just like a, a legendary uh, quarterback receiver combo that, you know, was um you know, it was one of the all time great combos. Then, then, then I would say, yeah, that's got some great staying power and I would definitely want to collect it. And, and therefore it would hold investment value as well.
1: Oh man. I, yeah, that, that whoever made this transaction made out really well. I mean, the bills could be not in the playoffs. I mean, that's the wildest <laughs> thing about this team. Yeah. Um, And, and I like their team a lot, even though my guy, Trey white got hurt earlier in the season. Um, man, that, that, that person made out well. I mean, I I'm obviously looking to buy a Joe Burrow, Jamar chase color blast, uh, duel, but still look at this mosaic, no huddle Bryce young, one of one. That, that looks kind of low for that one. And if it's true, I, if that's tr- a true one of one right there, um, and I understand that uh, Bryce hadn't been good this year, but that's not a bad price. Yeah, it's a one of one. You can see on the back, the back, uh look at the back of the card, Andy. Top right corner. Yeah, it's one of one. I guess that's I, how I,
0: bad Bryce Young's been this year. <laughs> two, 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 two point
1: five K for the number one Q. That's it's 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 crazy. We say hi to Kaden Salter. We say hi to Mr. T. Happy New Year to you as well. The legend, Z No. Uh, is in here and he says there are a lot of sexy inserts in the set it appears the retail has rookie variations in the laser but no autos and no numbered cards in retail blaster so any we might have made a mistake going for the retail blaster
0: interesting yeah i heard this in a in a comment yesterday when i was i was highlighting the puka prism transactions that there's no autos and no serial numbered cards in retail plastic. This blows me away. It's like, what, what have they done? You know, I, I don't know. Maybe this is a good thing because it's it's more exclusivity on the on the hobby product, but then it's like the kids that can only get their hands on a blaster that are just so pumped to go into Walmart and spend their allowance on a on a cool set like Prism, and they have no shot at getting a, a case hit, an auto, a serial numbered card. I mean, that's a little... That's a little messed up. Yeah, I'm. I, if I had the
1: choice between buying a retail Prism Blaster and a retail Bowman Chrome Blaster, I'm picking the Bowman Chrome. Hell, I might even pick Donris. I mean, if I if I if I'm ripping and I can't get an an auto or a numbered card, and I'm still paying the thirty five dollars with tax out the door, not not, not my style. It's just not, I'm already a singles guy, man. Uh, that, that, that's tough. If this is indeed the case, um, but I wonder if it applies to Megas too. Oh, if it applies to Megas, I'm definitely not buying that. <laughs> if, if I am buying that product, I am definitely buying it to keep it sealed. But you know, I, I don't know. That's just, that's, it's just I, I see no roi on that uh so well well, we'll
0: I don't we'll, see any we'll, megas either on eBay
1: yeah that's that's absolutely kind of crazy um you know I I think for me Andy uh because when we talk about new releases and we talk about what happened uh this past weekend one thing that, that stood out to me in the National Football League was it's it's interesting. A lot of these quarterbacks that went in this middle tier, right? So guys like Trevor Lawrence it was a number one overall pick. It's been absolutely, you know, fantastic. I mean, he's hurt, right? He's I mean, CJ Beathard obviously, and then you have Justin Herbert who's hurt. It it and then Joe Burrow's hurt. It's so tough to spend all the money that you have to spend to get one of their nice cards. And they get hurt. They they, they they get hurt, Andy, a lot. It's been a brutal year for starting QB injuries. And I am starting to think that that's going to have an effect at some point on people paying so much money for these cards. I, I, re- I was really thinking this, but I then... See the C.J. Stroud releases. C.J. Stroud has been very hurt with the concussion. Then he comes out and and balls out of control this past weekend. Do you think that's the case? Do you think people will start not spending so much money on current really good quarterbacks because of how many injuries quarterbacks have, have taken this year?
0: Well, I, I definitely think it it makes uh, buying backup quarterbacks that could potentially start that have had some type of success or it, whether it was in college or at the combine, some interesting numbers. They're they're definitely like that's going to keep that market uh, churning, right? Um, and there's going to be a lot of people that are you're going to find you're like you're buying who and you're like yeah, yeah it's the backup for such and such. You know, uh, so there's going to be I think a lot more of those guys out there this this upcoming year. But no, ultimately I don't because you know it's really sometimes it feels like a roll of the dice, and you know we we can't predict injuries, we can't predict when they're going to get a concussion or when they're going to you know twist their ankle or get their foot stepped on, you know kind of thing. And I mean, look at the some of the drop the what did they call them hip drop tackles?
1: Yeah, yeah, the hip
0: drop tackles. Aiden Hutchinson had a couple on Dak Saturday night that looked like would have would have wrecked Aaron Rodgers. But uh Dak made it through, <laughs> didn't, didn't Dak didn't get injured, so you know, you just never know. It's like, man, it's it's so uh sporadic trying to trying to predict an injury is like I mean, uh nearly impossible. You know, there's some guys that would say, Yeah, it has a higher chance. Like we said that about Christian McCaffrey coming in to the last ever since he was traded to the 49ers, all of a sudden they must have him on some different kind of uh training regimen or or some I don't know, different nutrition or something because. CMC knock on wood. I mean, he has been like a bonafide studs, you know, since then. And and when he was in Carolina, he was getting like hurt every year, uh, you know, going back to what, 2019. So, yeah, I mean, it's so, it's so odd. So I, I don't, I don't think people are really going to put too much stock because once you get into the middle of the summer, Carter, nobody's getting hurt. Uh, and, you know, everybody's just recovering and it's all right. going to be about speculation because that, the, you know, Joe Burrow, he's going to be the starter whenever going into camp and everything. So, Um, There's going to be all the hype there for everybody who's projected to be the starter. And you can't uh, you can't try and, you know, hang your hat and predict and put all your eggs in in a backup player hoping that the starter gets injured. I think it makes sense to diversify in handcuffs, especially in sports cards, because we see the exponential price growth when you have the backup and the starter gets injured. So it makes sense to diversify. And like if you're buying Joe Burrow, buy his backup, whether that's Jake Browning or whoever it is next year, you know.
1: Let's go to Ziggy No, who says he's been watching a ton of breaks. He says, I'm seeing one rookie base QB per big team per 20 blaster box case. So he says that is one CJ Stroud base rookie per 20 boxes?
0: What? Hey, man, now this is right. why I'm a <laughs> – Yeah, yeah, this is – this is why I really love this information Ziggy and uh yeah shout out shout out to to Ziggy No here I I am going to be collaborating with him very soon on all the the top rookies and teams and players to chase because he's been getting a lot of breaks and uh yeah. no, the guys over at nooffseason.com are really motivating me to uh to collaborate with Ziggy on this and do some some exclusive content around 2023 prism and the singles to chase because For me, it's all about what singles can I get into. I typically will wait like three weeks after the release. So it looks like official Hobby Box release date is tomorrow. So about three weeks from today, which is going to put us right in the meat of the playoffs, is when I'm going to be targeting singles. And it'll be guys that probably aren't even in the playoffs, Carter. I'm gonna be targeting guys that aren't even in the in the playoffs because I know I can buy them exponentially lower.
1: Yeah, and and I gave and just to cliffhang it, and we're not gonna say who I gave you my running back to buy in last week's episode. So if you want to check that out, that's why you got to mm-hmm. watch every single one. Um, you know, we, we put some work into plays of the week and and all such a tons are right, sometimes we're wrong. I gave Trey McBride earlier this year. Um, when does Zach? Ertz injury happen, Um, and, uh, and we, we got some good things coming up for you in, in today's episode, but yeah, you, you know, that's, that's the time, right? Look at some of these teams that aren't making the playoffs, but you know, have certified studs on them. Um, you know, one, one guy that I'm, I'm going, well, actually, I'm, I'm going to save this for uh, a little bit later. Um, Let's see here. Jay says he has been radicalized by the Chad Dyers of the world. He he's all in on just cashing in on the backup quarterback market. I I see you, Jay, trying to be slick.
0: <laughs> That's the, a good the way thing. To go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not it's not bad. But the thing is, like, you could go the entire season next season and not cash out on any of those guys. You know, so Chad's like not putting all his eggs in this basket, but he's like, I'm, I'm going to diversify. And because I've got all this as my daily movers over here, these are my daily movers. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and take like 10% of my bankroll and put it into all these backups. And he hit on, he hit on a, good, a good few of them this year because we did have so many starting quarterbacks go down. And uh, those backups went up exponentially in value. Because they actually came in and executed, man. And when a, when a quarterback is unknown and they come in and execute for a, a decent to big market team, I mean, it can go nuts. Especially when they don't have many cards.
1: Let's go to Mr. T. first Super Chat of the evening. We appreciate you. Okay, yeah. so we knew I, I was going to hold off on this because I, I knew Mr. T was going to be pretty pumped up. Big shout out to Washington, right? Pull you just... Honestly, it it was a crazy game towards the end, Andy. I know you were asleep because the game did end at 2 in the freaking morning. My goodness gracious. Um, Shout out to the Washington Huskies. Shout out to the Michigan Wolverines. It's going to be a great college football playoff final. Andy, I'm just going to give you one hot college football take. I promise we're going to get back into um, NFL stuff. This was the best college football season I have seen up to this point, at least since 2007, all the drama and all of it. And I do also want to shout out my good friend, one of my best friends now, Derek. Um, He goes by a pseudonym here or an alias. Uh, Derek is one of the sharpest football minds out there. Andy, you're with me in the national when Derek threw me bought a a really high end Michael Penix card, really, really, really high end. And I was like, I, I like Michael Penix, I don't, I don't love him. Derek put a lot of time and research in studying Michael Penix and made a lot of money flipping there. He, he, he made a crap ton of money. Uh, but uh, through my, through that purchase of me at the national, a Michael Penix, one of one card. So shout out to him. There is money in, in, in college uniform cards. And nearly as much as there is in the NFL and, and it may not ever get to that level. So the question, Andy is when, does Mister T sell his Bowman U singles um, in the weeks leading up to the draft, or after when we know who's going where?
0: I think it's it's in the weeks leading up to the draft because you get a ton of hype and rumors and speculation coming out of the combine. You know, what starts with the Senior Bowl and the Pro Days and in the evaluations, and then the combine. And I mean, there's just so much hype. If you look at one guy, like you look at Daniel Jeremiah's uh, uh, projected draft order compared to like the guys at PFF's projected draft order. And it's like, it could be two totally different things. And these are both guys that all they do is study, you know, college and NFL football 24-7. So um, there's a ton of speculation and hype. And all this leads to price appreciation, price increases, higher demand. And so uh, we're we're, we're going to see that like obviously Michael Penix uh, balling out in the championship game. Now, uh, his prices are going to be really yeah, high cool. right now. I'm looking at some of them here. I think they probably go even higher. Uh, but then draft, it's leading into the draft. It's the time between the combine and the draft. I mean, that's it, man.
1: Mm, mm, mm. Here's what I'll say. All right. I I know I'm biased because I'm a college guy, but Andrew Perry has a really good point. NCAA football video game is coming out, all right? The NCAA video game people on YouTube 10x my audience, and I'm a full-time YouTuber, okay? I cannot understate how big this game is going to be for the popularity of college football because, Andy, um has sucked. Everybody always complains about Madden, and I, I don't really get it. I don't. I don't play the games uh, at all. But uh, twelve team playoff is going to generate a lot of interest. And Bowman, you obviously printing cards with the uh, the licenses and all that stuff on there. The, and and you get these Michael Penix cards that are on the screen right now. Obviously, this card is unlicensed in in terms of there not being a brand on there. I think that's actually a good thing for him in that uh, that was in his Indiana uniform. And here he is actually in his Washington uh, uniform. So very interesting player, Andy. Do do you like him as you moved up your draft board uh, in this absolutely loaded QB class?
0: Dude, he's exciting, man. He is super exciting. I love love quarterbacks that can throw the ball and run. I mean, I look look at your guy, Jaden Daniels, too. Even though uh, you know, Nussmeyer came through for you last night, Um, yeah. um you know Jaden Daniels is still a, a force, man. So these these are the guys, man. The Caleb Williams, the Michael Penixes, the 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 Jaden Daniels, man. These guys are all moving up my draft boards because of that dual threat ability.
1: Yeah, and to to be fair, all right, Michael Penix can run some, but because he's been hurt so much, he just doesn't um he's obviously um when it comes to anticipation he is so good and jaden daniels is the best runner since lamar jackson coming into the nfl he's a better runner than hurts um he's 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 as good as lamar when it comes to being a runner and him and lamar are friends so uh important to point that out as well i i could see jaden go in the top 5 and then if Michael Penix has a big championship game. Does he slide out of the first fifteen? You know, I, I don't know. I, I really, really, really don't know. Uh, he does have an injury history, and he is older. Is he's a year six guy, throwing to an unreal group of wide receivers. He, he has two wide receivers, Andy, that are slated to go in the first round. Though Jaden Daniels does as well, but. It's it's absolutely crazy. Absolutely crazy. But we will get back into the NFL. We appreciate uh, Mr. T with the very generous super chat. Now, Andy, uh before we get into actually we can go on and do it. Hobby tip of the week.
0: Um does Paul Hickey have one for us this week? Oh, well, he certainly does, sir. But um yeah, I, I wanted to uh I wanted to give give mine real quick, just a yeah, quick go hobby tip while his is loading into the system here. Uh, mine is going to be to remind people, if you're curious, like if, you, if you're trying to grade cards online on eBay, understand that it's going to be about 50-50. Most of the raw cards that you buy on eBay, half of them are going to have some type of minor defect, whether it's the corner you couldn't see or an edge blemish you couldn't see or a scratch on the surface that are really hard to see uh when you're trying to grade online, but if you're curious about any type of defect in the card, go pull up a PSA 10, a CSG 10, or, or a CGC 10, excuse me, um, a BGS 9, 5 or something like that, and then pull them up side by side to look at them. And then understand that that raw flipping that raw is typically gonna get you about a PSA 9, PS between PSA 8 and 9, okay. depending on the scarcity of the card value. Um, and, and that would be my hobby tip of the week for all you, uh, raw singles buyers out there, especially, I know you guys are going to be hunting some 2023 prisms. So just keep that in mind when you're looking at it.
1: All right. I'll go while you get Paul's all loaded in. Um, I, for me, Andy, am a believer still in game worn patches. Now, the reason why it's difficult to talk about this on the show is because there are hardly any game worn patches in modern sets, which obviously is something that bothers the uh, Jesus out of us. Um, I think there's ways for people or the modern folks to put more game worn uniform stuff out there. Just pay the players more, you know, just say, Hey, at halftime, we're going to change all your uniforms and we'll give you um, You only have to do it once or twice a year. Right, just to get more game worn memorabilia out there, and you know that's that would obviously take a a, it'd it'd be a process for that to happen, but still pay them an extra thousand per game. Uh, The the higher end players could get even more if they want to. Uh, I I'm just a game worn patch guy, and the reason why I say that is because I still think there's value in going to get a game worn patch. From anyone I just think it's just cooler I, I prefer a game worn patch over an autograph and that's probably my hottest hobby take I have a lot of them. I am not a believer and I'm I'm actually doing a a one-on-one consultation with one of my power hour LSU subscribers. I don't I'm not a huge Jersey Fusion guy. It's just not really my thing i I just like the old school the way that it was designed patch cards I mean look at that that's that's kind of cool Stefan Marberry. Alan Iverson, I know it's basketball, but look at those, ch- look at those chunky three and four color patches just in that card. Are you freaking kidding me? So it's, uh, it's, 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 it's my thing, man. It's my thing. All right. Paul, Hac- uh, ha- hacky, Paul Hickey just had Gary V on his channel. Boy is he- living the life. Paul Hickey. Yeah, man. Let, let's see what you got, Paul.
0: All right.
2: Happy new year, football card quest. Paul Hickey with nooffseason.com, co-host of the sports card strategy show right here on the nooffseason.com sports card network. Andy and Carter, apologies in advance. This one could be a long one. I'm going to try to go quick, but today I'm going to give you my hobby tip of the week. It is the edge centering tool. It's an online centering tool, edgegrading.com slash centering let me show you how this works. So, if I want to go buy a raw card on eBay or any other marketplace where I can't really see the condition of the card like I could in person at a card show, what I can do is I can download a picture of the card and then I can go to slash centering and I can upload the picture of that card that I just downloaded. I just downloaded this Joe Burrow. Card. And then what it's going to do here is it's going to tell me the left, right centering and the top, bottom centering. And so you could do this with the front and the back of the card. And you can see right here, it's saying that left, right, it's 44%, 56%, top, bottom, 54%, 46%. Now you can make your own manual adjustments as well. You can drag these around to see what this looks like. Now, this isn't needed on all cards in all scenarios, but it's a very useful tool if you're looking at getting your card graded or you just want a raw card that's in the best possible condition in terms of centering. So I really, really think this is a useful tool. We have no partnership at all with edgegrading.com. Trust me on that. But edgegrading.com slash centering is onto something with this one. Guys, what do you think? I think this is pretty cool, but I'm interested to see what Andy Carter and the rest of the Football Card Quest feels about this hobby tip of the week. Don't forget to check us out at NoOffseason.com. We know Football Card Quest is the best place to go for football research and selling tips, but as Andy said before, NoOffseason.com covers all sports. So if you're into baseball, basketball, soccer, F1, hockey, you name it, we're covering it at nooffseason.com and the Sports Card Strategy Show. Thanks for having me on. Andy, Carter, back to you guys.
0: I didn't know about that, Andy. I did not know. The one question I would have, because, you know, you get a lot of uh, very questionable pictures from from eBay. Um, I'm guessing that the picture has to be very, like, straight on. You know, just got to get a good idea. both sides and a lot of people take some really goofy angles but there are a lot of cards that i think this is very important for especially cards like mosaic and some sets that are really hard to see if the centering is good because it's not just left to right but it's also top to bottom and it's also backside too
1: yeah and then there are some cards when it comes to centering where it's nearly impossible like for instance Andy, you and I used to be huge fans of field level cards and the field level cards, you know, have all these swirls and whirling dervishers on it. And it's those those cards are tough to grade when it comes to centering where like, you know, prism cards have very strong borders, right? And a lot of diagonals off to the side where you can count the dots to see if the dots are are even. Does that make it sense, uh, Andy, at, at all? Because. I just think it's it's always going to be hard when it comes to centering when it when it's when you're looking at a card like that and when you're looking at um, you know one like a field level.
0: Yeah. You know, it is it is gonna be really it's gonna be really tough. I I can see it being very effective on certain sets though. Uh, Prism Prism definitely could be one of those, especially if the picture's yeah. good. Let's uh yeah,
1: so I'm let it agrees with you. Um Let's go to Ziggy here. Look at all the sexy refractors and autos when possible. If you follow tops, they're dropping chases on now all the time with autos and bases of big player, like Otani NFL is coming your thoughts, Andy.
0: Well, they did that with CJ Stroud. I mean, if you look at the autograph market for CJ Stroud, it's, it's uh, driven by tops now and, and Bryce Young and Will Levis, especially too. Um, so they're, they're kind of like the new, it's kind of like their version of Panini instant. Uh, but yeah, I think it's going to be a big deal for the autograph cards. It kind of seems like that's where they've taken their autograph market for these, these players that get these fanatics exclusive, um, deals around autographs. So, so when I
1: asked earlier about new releases, um, you do have Onyx and Phoenix, coming out uh in the next couple of weeks obviously release dates change andy i'm not a am not a phoenix guy it's just something that never you know tickled my fancy at all um but maybe i'm wrong on this
0: i think they do all right you know what i really like about them carter if you go back and you look at 2020 2021 2022 i mean these cards have really high psa 10 hit rates Uh, They're a thick chrome finish card. So you get shine, you get chrome, you get thickness out of them. And I like this design. Honestly, it gives it like a depth uh, type look to it. Um, I think it's pretty smooth. I think this card will do just it's it's going to do somewhere between like the base mid tiers of select and mosaic type range. But you have a good chance, like a 60 percent to probably 90 percent in some of their parallels a chance of getting a PSA 10 and that's what I really like and they typically come out with the the complete factory set um, of these as well to where you can get all the rookies uh, and so you typically always make money because those are like only 80 bucks for the complete uh, factory set so um, yeah I, I think there's a lot of angles you can attack Phoenix and of course they, they've got some nice RPAs this year in them and those look pretty nice so um, I think it's, it'll do all right. It's definitely not in my top five, but it is in my top. I would say twenty.
1: Mm. It just doesn't do anything for me. I, <laughs> huh, huh, huh. I could. I could be the. I, I, y'all type type Y for yes. Type in for no in the live chat. Type Y if you are a Phoenix believer. Okay, and I'm not talking about the Suns. I'm talking about. The the, the the card just, I don't know, just not, not really my, my, my thing. Uh, but that's okay. That's, what's good about all these sets. Is there some that some of you like a lot? Like I've, and there's some that, you know, the, the, the don't don't do a whole lot for me. You do have the Onyx college football cards coming out. I think Jaden Dan, is going to be the big chase because he went in uh, Bowman U Andy,
0: that's it man this is the Jaden daniel set just to remind people i know we we, we talked about a couple of weeks ago but i mean right now Jaden has uh, virtually no cards and he's gonna have some autographs in this set uh and and just like it was for shadour sanders back before the season started in the beginning of college football season this is going to be the the jayden daniel set right now heading into the draft so i think for for 50 bucks and two cards out of the four cards in the in the box are on card autographs. It's I think it's worth a couple flyers, you know, if you if you got a if you want to gamble.
1: Caden <sighs> Salter's coming for me. He says Jaden Daniels is a much more athletic Zach Wilson. Dang.
0: Ooh. That's <sighs> not the the, the greatest.
1: Oh, oh, you're coming after me, man. Uh, it's 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 all good, though. That's a good thing, man. If you play a lot of drafts and dynasty leagues, well. You got to You got to have hard stances on players, right? Um, I I still remember the one of the big fantasy guys uh, was like Quentin Johnson is the next Brashard Perryman, and he just kept hammering Quentin Johnson saying, QJ's gonna be the biggest bust ever. And you know, like, they're like, don't draft them. I was like, God, is this is like QJ's got good athleticism. And guess what, Andy? He was right. So I guess some people just gotta kind of have uh those takes I have takes uh about certain certain players. Um, but Tim is as big of a Jaden fan as I am, and he's not even an LSU fan. I'm I'm with you, Tim. We got we gotta protect our guy, man. But absolute Andy, it's the
0: absolute baby. You mm-hmm. get that.
1: Kabooms,
0: baby. Explosive. Uh, those inserts are also uh, pretty popular as well. Hobby boxes releasing January 17th for $430. And they've they've really dialed down the the amount of cards and and, and stuff you get here. I mean, you're only getting 15 cards out of this four hundred thirty dollar hobby box wow yeah man so but but look at this i mean you're getting three autographs it says look for one rookie premier materials auto two additional autos two mem cards one insert two parallels one rookie and six base cards per box on average so interesting interesting absolute um sell sheet this year all right. So, this, now, now, do
1: you want a hobby hot take? Mm-hmm. This is a hobby hot take here from Annoy Annoy11. One, one. All right. Get his comment up okay. right here. He says Phoenix will appreciate like PMGs, Andy. Like PMGs. That's what Annoy Annoy just said. He said Phoenix is the next P
0: mgs wow that's a bold take dude that's
1: like that is and that's that's a hot one right there bro
0: but i will say you know if you look at who's been around longer mosaic or phoenix 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 is is goes back to uh i i know it's you know like dak and those guys are printed in phoenix in 2016 and some of those phoenix cards for dak Derek henry zeke uh, jared goff all those guys from 2016 are, are popular cards man they do quite well so I'd, I'd have to go back i wonder i think they were around in 2015 and, and 14 as well so i mean they go back to to close to when prism started in 2012 so you know that gives them a lot more like stronghold or foothold in the market than mosaic which was just started in 2020 you know and and it mosaic has no like real scarcity to it outside of the serial numbered and the, and the autograph cards, which is like a, you typically clearly see those lose value. And some of those are really hard grades. So, so there's some aspects of this comment I do agree with about Phoenix, um, I know some people love it. Some people like late stick, yeah. late stick loves Phoenix. He gets a well, lot of well, his Late-Stick? Phoenix graded. Yeah. Late six, late six, probably the sharpest card guy.
1: He's definitely in the top five sharpest card guys. I, I know. So if he likes it, then maybe I need to change. Yeah, look at
0: all these guys coming out uh,
1: Dude, for it, Phoenix. It, they're, they're after me. I thought my hockey takes were, were hot, but no, they're, they're, they're people are steaming me for, for Phoenix. Uh, I will. I will go off and comfortably say that Phoenix will never become PMGs. I. I don't know if that. And for those who know what PMGs are, precious metal gems. Okay, it is the premier card, more so for like late '90s NBA, but NFL has like some interesting PMGs. We actually had one of the best NFL PMG collectors in the world. Met him at the National, and he actually bumped into him at the National, Roy Weber. Uh, All right, he he followed up here. He said, it's better to own a Mahomes Phoenix rookie card PSA 10 than an Optic, Donruss, or Prism. Look at the pop report and compare the scarcity. Okay. All right. Let us let, let's let's, uh, let's run a test here.
0: All right. Uh, All right. So do, I do, said do, optic Donriss, or prism. So here's the optic PSA ten. You got forty two hundred. Uh, the Donruss PSA ten. You've got fifteen. Only fifteen hundred. That's because it's uh, only a fourteen percent PSA ten hit rate. Very okay. hard to get tens on that. And then let's let's find the prism. Here's the prism. We've got 938 PSA 10s. It's also hard to get 10s on that. Only 18% of raw have been converted to 10s. Now we've got to find Panini Phoenix, which is not even showing up on this first page. So we're just going to type it in here, Panini Phoenix. There you go. There's the red, color burst, the pink, orange, purple, the base. Here's the base only 158 with a 40% Ooh. PSA 10 hit rate. Now that's that's what kind of goes to my point. I that's one of the reason why I love Phoenix is because you you are more likely to get a 10 on these cards for whatever reason. Um but yeah, I mean look at the the that that's hey, that's a lot lower. That's a 10th of even the Donruss or Prism, so it's a lot lower. But is it because the card is rare or is it because people just ha- don't
1: submit Mahomes Phoenix cards as much because he, had, you know, it's a
0: combination of both of those things. Yeah, I think it's a combination of both of those things. But looking at this, you would think, obviously, Mahomes, it's a guy where people are even buying his college uniform scores, you know, and, and the classics and the rookies from Optic and this and that. Rookies and stars base. No, nobody ever buys rookies and stars base cards unless it's Mahomes, right? So it's like, Um, yeah, I could see people wanting to submit even a Phoenix because it is a a pro uniform card. Um, so I, I tend to think that it's, it's gotta be fairly scarce. I mean, this is 2017 Carter. The, the, you know, scarcity was real. So, so
1: here's what I would say. I'm not, I'm not crapping on Phoenix because I'm a rarity guy over anything else. I'm totally in agreement, right? That I'm, nothing excites me about an Anthony Richardson PSA 10 prism base rookie, nothing. So I'm with you. I'm open to more sets having a stranglehold. I just don't know if Phoenix is that set. It's very unpredictable. It's all about, you know, what people want, right? Um, you know, I, a piece of me thinks downtowns are overrated, but guess what downtowns aren't particularly as scarce as, as people might think it is. It's just, a lot of freaking people love downtown, so maybe just maybe people become big Phoenix fans uh, down the road. I, I'm not, I'm not crapping on it at all. It just doesn't do a lot for me. That's uh, that was just uh, my my major point. Um, so you know, I'm I'm with it. I'm 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 with I'm I'm with a new set coming in, and and that is more scarce, taking a bigger stranglehold. I just don't think. It will be a PMG type of thing because PMGs are are just one of the most valued um resources in the hobby. Like PSA three PMGs go for a lot of of a freaking dough. So um so Zone Talk Lives. Uh, let, let's go to let's go to him. He says, You mean to tell me that these cards aren't as nice as Prism? Come on now. I'm with you. I'm 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 with you. Guess what? Guess what? All right, I actually do like the prism design this year. If you like the Phoenix design, guess what? Visually appealing—that is something that a lot of people like. And you know what card I freaking love? I love Spectra. Lots of numbered cards. We talk about Spectra a lot on here. It's never brought up uh, all that much, but you know, it's uh, it's necessarily about what what is the most scarce or what looks the best it just comes down to what the, the 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 people want uh essentially and what the people want are rookie ticket autos prism and rated rookie logos that's just what i've always kind of lived by and uh, that's just kind of where where most people are right now
0: yeah and a lot of it's a lot of it's driven by you know major content creators so i agree that visually. You know, Phoenix does look a lot better, especially in cer- certain years. Uh, the Phoenix does look a lot better, but it's just it's brand recognition. It comes back to brand recognition and brand promotion. And we talk about the brands within the brands. Phoenix is a different brand than Prism, just like Donris Rated Rookie is a different brand. They're all under that Panini umbrella for now, but, you know, they're all different brands. And so there's like brand loyalty there right you know, to prism and rated rookie and there's brand recognition and it's like Phoenix is like the brand recognition is similar to that of like a mosaic unfortunately it's and, and so I th- I think that a lot of their cards do visually look better but they just don't quite get the hype that the prism or some of the other optics and stuff get
1: all right so before we get into a few personal reveals here we want to say out to Benjamin um Obviously, you know, on these, it's hard to get to everybody's comments. Benjamin, James, uh, James Wynn has been a big supporter of us. And obviously it is a new year. We appreciate everyone supporting this uh, this channel. Obviously, it's our dream, Andy and I, to, you know, get to do this kind of stuff. You know, we can't do it full time, obviously, but we appreciate each and every one of you. Kent as well. Uh, we'll get the Kent's question really quickly. Um, Anthony Richardson autos are a joke, right? Way over signed. He's the only one who could sign a, as as a QB. Your thoughts on AR's uh, Anthony
0: Richardson and his his autographed market? Whoa, whoa, that can't be! <laughs> I'll tell you, this auction's a joke because no, somebody got an absolute steal. If this is legit, which it does look to be legit, uh, it looks to be a flash auction because it was also a new listing but a blue disco uh, mosaic rookie auto for Anthony Richardson selling for $12? Are you kidding me? Uh, that that makes me really want to dig in. Like I think it's really hard, right? If you're trying to, you can't go off a of PSA pop reports. If you're trying to really nail down the population, the availability of someone's rookie auto, you've got to go and count up all the available listings you can find. And not just on eBay, you got to go to other marketplaces as well. Uh, You got all these cards at card shows, too, and never know how many are actually out there. But the best you can do is count up the available listings on eBay, count up the sold listings on eBay and 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 compare that to the other guys. Obviously, he's going to be signing a lot because he's an early first round quarterback that Panini can have signed their their cards. Um, But, yeah, I don't think. I don't know. I mean, I'd have to go compare it to what, you know, Joe Burrow and, and Jalen Hurts stuff have because they're highly signed cards as well. I know it's going to be close. I don't think it's going to be as much as Trevor Lawrence, though. Look how much stuff Trevor Lawrence has signed. It's insane yeah. how much stuff Trevor... Trevor Lawrence is a guy I would say is, is over-signed. Uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily go to that extent yet for Anthony Richardson unless I had more compelling data. Um I mean, I think he's got a healthy supply of auto cards, but I don't. I don't necessarily think it's over. Over signing yet?
1: Man, the one thing about Anthony Richardson in the college card market is he was only a really a starter at Florida for one year, right? Like if you get like a Trevor Lawrence college union card, Trevor Lawrence is a college legend. Um, so maybe that means that maybe it does a dozen. Let's go to Caden Salter Heisman. Anybody find the Liberty Flames? I've been looking for them since yesterday. Yeah, so Liberty and Oregon played pretty much the only non-compelling bowl game yesterday. That's Tennessee blew out Iowa uh, as well. But Caden Salter, we got to look out for him in the NFL draft uh, down the road. So uh, Caden Salter obviously is just, uh, you know a, a friend of mine right here. Uh, Andy, before we get to play of the week... Um, Look, we talk a lot about underdog fantasy. All right. You could sign up. and Andy, should, should I bring this up now or should we no, I, I should go ahead and bring it up now so people, you know, stay for play. Do it.
0: Let's so, do it.
1: And if it's okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna share my screen if I can share my screen.
0: Yep. Go all ahead, right? man.
1: Go um ahead. so uh I did do really well this year in underdog fantasy off a $4 draft. I won $4,000, uh, this weekend. I ran pretty good. But the funny thing, Andy, I could have run better. Uh, but I'm very thrilled about this. I want to shout out, obviously Andy, uh, Steve Coladesi and, uh, Derek. Cause you, uh, us four in particular grinded a lot of drafts this year on my fantasy football channel, mediocre fantasy. Um, you know, I, I put a lot of research into it, but I'm a mediocre fantasy football player. Andy, you know this. I'm mm-hmm. not fantasy football. Uh, but off a $4 draft with Underdog Fantasy won $4,000. You could sign up now. Use the promo code Quest or my promo code Carter. And uh, this was my winning team uh, right here to the right side. I say winning. I didn't win at all. I wasn't Ross Carr, who had 197 points uh, this weekend. But uh, Jordan Love, Lamar Jackson, but obviously Andy, as, as I told you this weekend, Raheem Moster didn't play. Alvin Kamara got hurt at halftime. Um, uh, Michael Pittman was coming off a concussion. Christian Watson didn't play. Jordan Addison was hurt. And um, so, yeah, I mean,
0: and obviously the biggest, Anthony Richardson didn't play. So. But you had Coastal Carolina's finest right there, man. You had the I Lamar see. Jackson, Isaiah Likely stack just coming in clutch. You see, you kind of stumbled across the finish line, man. But, dude. Right. It's crazy. Eighth place? Congratulations, man. You smashed, dude. This smashed.
1: was awesome. So, yeah, that's that's why, you, you know, Andy, we wouldn't partner with somebody that we didn't um, – that we didn't believe in, right? Because you don't do a lot of partnerships. I don't do a lot of partnerships, and this is what I do full-time, right? YouTube. But Underdog Fantasy is just a really good site for, like, regular people like you and I to ship one of these, right? Um, and the funny thing is, is, Andy, I didn't make the finals in any private league, right, that I do, which has uh,
0: softer fields, if you will, you're actually, right? You're, you're, you're wrong. I hate to well, actually you. no Sorry to no, interrupt no. you. Tell him, tell him, baby. We came, we came back from the grave, <laughs> dude. We ran the tables in our co-owned dynasty league to win the league, man. We won the chip in our co-owned dynasty league on sleeper fantasy against the the maestro against the the, the rhino sports cards the other dynasty experts man and we we won wild card divisional round i mean we just won out man we won out like the last seven weeks all the way to the finals and, and ended up taking it down dude
1: i have so much pain looking at the that stuff because i said draft christian watson over dj moore and boy was i wrong we could have been we we, we, we could have been something special uh if 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 i didn't get in the way but congrats you carried you did the heavy lifting uh with this team huh?
0: huh Oh, i and i even you agreed to the trade we traded um uh, uh cooper cup and evan ingram for baker mayfield uh and nico collins and the first round pick next year so we actually made out in that trade because oh, yeah. nico nico's been good for us we we had sam laporta so we still had sam laporta on our squad so if you look at our winning roster is Baker Mayfield, Jalen Warren, which we had as depth, Brees Hall, Chris Godwin, Chris Olave, Sam Laporta, Nico Collins, David Montgomery. We had Javante Williams, and then we had Jalen Hurts, which I guess he could have been our number one QB spot, but (laughs) yeah, Jalen Hurts as our QB. And so um, yeah, we had some some guys that have rotated in on our bench like Christian Watson and, and Zay Jones and Kate Otten has come through a few times this year. But um, we also get two first round picks next year uh, as well. And we won the ch- and, and we won the chip, man. So this is pretty, pretty sweet.
1: I love doing Dynasty with my bestie, Andy. Um, uh, but that's a cool thing. If you join the football card quest, we're starting a bunch of dynasty leads on there, but go sign up for Underdog dog fantasy. You could be like me. You could be a mediocre drafter. I was probably in for $300 worth of drafts this year. Um, and, uh you walk away with 4,000. Uh, funny thing, Andy was, I wasn't able to watch a Sunday night football game. I was doing, um, I was DJing a set. So I was doing the ball drop, um, where I live and it was awesome, but I had to focus on doing it. it, it it's so nervous uh, with the ball drop. Cause you only got one, 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 one chance, right? The you 10. Mess it up. <laughs> so I was just making sure the music and everything, and there was a band that was on stage before me and on stuff. And it was actually Derek who called me and said, dude, you won't believe Jordan love went off and you're, I didn't think I had a chance. So it was, um, it, it was crazy. Uh, Let's go to random esports. He was actually mad that I quit doing fantasy content on on the mediocre uh, fantasy. He says he was in fourteen hundred dollars of drafts and walked away with only five hundred net lost. So this would be what I would ask: is did you put in the work? Because if you did, guess what? That, that you probably just had bad luck. You need really good luck. I needed really good luck to get to uh, that point, but. The next thing I would say is, what type of drafts did you do? Did you just do best ball manias? If you don't have a deep bankroll or you're not a pro, you shouldn't be doing a ton of best ball manias. That's just my opinion. I understand that there is a lot more upside and the payout structure is probably a little bit better because they do a regular season award as well. But I would, Andy, $25, if you're doing 10 best ball drafts, $25 is at $250. If I am a middle-of-the-road drafter, I am not doing more than 10 best ball manias
0: because that's five puppies you can do, right? It's also a uh, a larger pool of people that you have to compete against. Right. So your final week was against a much smaller pool than what the best ball mania week. So you needed less luck. And, and your, your eighth place finish, although it would have netted you a higher dollar amount, it would have also been a lot harder to get eight. You probably would not have finished eighth in in BBM. I got eliminated in the third out of fourth round. And I mean, you just, you can't have any like down weeks from any of your guys. And I had a couple of guys that that went to sleep in week 16. Um, But yeah. And I, and so out of that, like I only won 85 bucks, you know? And, and so. I probably broke even, maybe lost some money on my best ball this year, but I would also do the pick'em. So underdog fantasy is like they got so many things going on. Like if you know you're sharp at a sport, you can pick over under on stats on a week to week basis and right. parlay those together. I mean, we we cashed out over five hundred dollars in winnings um, on just pick'ems this year alone. And then another, like you know, we made back of like 110 bucks from best ball. So overall it's a very profitable season. That will look to, to uh, repeat uh, again, and and that's the beauty of, of underdog, man. They, they even have like esports and uh, food eating competitions. on like, yeah. I mean, you could be sharp in a variety of different things and just pick over under. So you know? yeah, you know what what I would say, and this goes for football cards as well,
1: right? If you are trying to become a flipper in the football card market or a long term holder. Look at your process, right? Look to see if you um if if you made good process decisions, right? For instance, just just to apply this logic to what we just talked about. You whoever you are watching this right now, you might think Phoenix is the best looking card out there. And it could be for your eyes, but that is not the case for everyone else. It's just not. The case all right, it, it could be, and, and like annoying noise said, Phoenix might be the next PMGs. It's hard to predict that kind of stuff, but use your process. What's the process tell you? What, what would Andy tell you? Rookie ticket autos, so contenders, prism, rated rookie logos, right? Those are normally the sets that people covet, right? Is they they covered it raw, they they covered it. Uh, they, they coveted, obviously, in PSA 10 formats and graded formats. So look at your process. And if you had good process, you might have just had bad luck. Uh, random eSports, it's a lot of luck involved in this uh, as well. So um, there you go. Now, Andy, it is now time for play of the weekend. I will let you go first, my brother.
0: Yeah, you know, I think I'm I'm going to be targeting this week. I'm going to be targeting guys that are resting. So if you look at the Cleveland Browns who have clinched, they are likely resting their starters this week. Uh, so one guy I go back to that's got a pretty um, high availability of like solid rookie cards, talking about rookie autos. I'm going to target Elijah Moore. What about uh, 2021 Elijah Moore rookie autos, potentially getting those rookie ticket autos for like around $20 or less, Carter? And this is a team that's going to be making a solid playoff run. I know the AFC is going to be some really good competition, but right now this team is playing really well. Both sides of the ball, they're loaded, just like the Ravens, just like the Niners, uh, just like the Chiefs are finally coming to life here. Rashi Rice, I see you guys shouting him out in the chat. Yeah, he has been balling. They finally found a wide receiver they can rely on there besides Travis Kelsey and uh, so I'm going to, I'm going to go to Elijah Moore this week, Carter. Um, He had a nice stat line this past week, but we've seen from Joe Flacco, there can be these nuclear games and the week before in week 16, when Amari Cooper went off for, you know, an insane 250 yards and multiple touchdowns, his cards spiked like you would not believe. I think the same thing could happen for Elijah Moore in the playoffs and we have a, 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 just a much easier time buying Elijah Moore rookie autos uh, for cheaper. And if you look at his singular separation numbers, he's in elite categories and being able to get off the line of scrimmage and separate from man coverage, press coverage, and zone coverage. So I'm very interested in buying Elijah Moore rookie autos for a playoff flip, looking at an immediate playoff flip here. I like it. Uh, Andy, I'm going to go in a
1: different direction and I'm actually not going to do it for this week per se, but man, the jets weapons are really good. I mean, you, you look at what Brees Hall has done, obviously, you know, he has injury history, whatever. He's been amazing uh, in these past couple weeks. weeks. There are times where you're like, man, how many running backs outside of Christian McCaffrey is, is better than Brees Hall? So, not going to go in that direction. I'm actually going to go with Garrett Wilson. I still think mm-hmm. Garrett Wilson will be um, a top ten wide receiver in the NFL in his future. I'm going to look for some Garrett Wilson dips. Um, you know, if Aaron Rodgers does decide to play next season, which I think he is, uh, he will. I still think there's going to be a Garrett Wilson hype cycle. Obviously, um, you know, I you look at the keeper map. These price dips are redunculous, right? Redunculous. Do we really just think Garrett Wilson forgot to play football? I mean, he's in the most hellacious quarterback situation where Zach Wilson's being played because of something that one of our viewers wants to get Derek. uh, As mentioned, GMs don't like to be wrong, and that's part of why Zach Wilson plays so much. Is because he's the number one overall pick. Zach Wilson sucks, as, any, as a lot of you know. There's not any wide receivers that will have success uh, with with Zach Wilson. So I still I still think Gary Wilson's going to be a phenomenal wide receiver in the league. I still don't think he's been just bad this year. Um, it's just th- there's going to be a lot of people that have soured because you know he didn't really cash out the um, the ADP that he was getting in fantasy leagues, but I'm still a believer.
0: Good Lord, Carter. His prices have gotten so low. I mean, he's got to be on your radar every week in auctions because you look at these rookie ticket auto PSA 10 auctions dipping down to $100. I mean, this is pretty much the bottom for who was the offensive rookie of the year last year and balled the freak out. And so I'm just going back to look at Aaron Rodgers beginning of September numbers for garrett wilson before the season started i mean you're looking at a 300 to 350 dollar card that is now at 100 so i mean this is a no-brainer i mean fantastic play carter to to stash for at worst september of next year you know you just september of next year the, the quarterback situation will be aaron Rodgers healthy again uh, ready to go for season start. Uh, chances of him getting his foot stepped on the beginning thing, getting hurt again, is very low. Probably won't happen. So uh, I think the hype will be there for Garrett Wilson after you know w- one good week with Rodgers and in, in week one where he puts up three touchdowns, like starts looking like uh, you know the De- the De- De- Devonte Adams out there. And uh, Garrett Wilson's good, and and that's all you, that's all you gotta know, right? Garrett Wilson's good. You're and this is it's not sexy. Probably to buy into him right now because the Jets are out of the playoffs and the season's done for them. But I mean, the guy's fantastic, so it's like one of those things where you just buy and hold. Just buy it. You don't even have to get it listed right away because you, you're plan. Your your strategy is to sell this in September of next year. So
1: here, here's what here's what I would say. Even if you're trying to hold him longer, let's just say Kent right here. I chose to PC Wilson over Alave. Roger signing didn't influence me. So Kent's obviously an Ohio State fan. Ohio State's got the biggest fan base in America. I, I've read a few different charts that have said that Ohio State has the the biggest fan base. It's either them, Alabama, the Michigan, the, the Georgia, you know the big name. So, biggest brand. Dominant college performer. Unbelievable highlight reel of catches. He has had some absolutely mind-blowing catches. Just one little thought exercise. If Garrett Wilson was where Puka Nakua was— <laughs> What do you think Garrett Wilson's numbers would be? Would be really high. So, I would say at this point in their careers, Matthew Stafford is better than Aaron Rodgers. But Aaron Rodgers is a very similar quarterback to Matthew Stafford. He can't run, can't make plays. He he throws it right. He chunks that thing. Now Matthew is a little bit more vertical and daring. Aaron is very interception averse, but he is a pure thrower. If Aaron is healthy. Garrett Wilson is going nuclear next season um, and putting up a puka type season. I, I think I I I truly do believe it. So uh, I'm a Garrett Wilson believer uh, going into next season. And I can't believe I'm going to say it. I'm a, I'm a little bullish on the Jets, man. How can you fail with Brees Hall? Derek uh, got got a good defense with um, Williams, number 95 on the other side. Um, hell, just give if the Jets would have stuck with Joe Flacco, we would be talking a oh, lot more about Garrett freaking Wilson yeah. uh, right now. So I, I'm a You're big really G-Dub, right. G-Dub fan. But, yeah, Andy, uh, before we get out of here, if there's any other topics you want to get into or any more questions, you let me know.
0: Yeah, no, it's been a great stream, Carter. Uh, I just want to remind people that uh, we got one more week left. So Steve and I will be live tomorrow night. Uh, we've got a lot of exciting stuff in the works for 2024 and, and, uh, we're excited to get after it, man. Stay tuned. Make sure you are subscribed and hit that bell notification icon. People. We appreciate y'all. All right. Peace out guys. Peace.